1: O-N-N. This is Hollywood
2: Casinos
1: on the money.
2: Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Here are your hosts, Dave Biddle and Scotty Vegas.
3: Welcome to On the Money. Dave Biddle, Scotty Vegas, Ryan Baker. This is a show about sports gambling and sports in general scotty vegas how you doing this morning my friend i'm good what a
4: week dave i mean this has just been one of the wildest weeks uh in sports because of all of the news that has been breaking as far as ohio state and guys coming back and then obviously the coaching news uh all week has just been wild and then we finally get to watch some games yesterday and both games end up being blowouts and unfortunately for browns fans
3: another disappointing end Texans 45, Browns 14. This is a game the Browns were favored by two. C.J. Stroud, it's unbelievable. So I wrote here in my notes, I was like, best best season by a rookie. And it's not over yet. Best season by a rookie quarterback in the NFL since, dot, dot, dot. We thinking Cam Newton. Ryan Way in here, if you can think of one. I'm trying to think of the last time a rookie quarterback. Now, Newton did have like 17 interceptions that year, though. But as a rookie, he had like 4000 passing yards and like 700 rushing yards and a ton of touchdowns. Um yeah, I mean Andrew Luck's rookie year wasn't as good as I think I think this and it, when you look at what he did in the playoff, and he ain't done yet. Yeah.
4: And I've probably watched maybe three Houston Texans games this year. And every single game I've watched, he's looked unbelievable, Dave. I mean, what he is doing is unreal. And I was talking to Ryan before the show, and I said, man, the way C.J. Stroud is playing... It would not shock me if they go to Baltimore and beat the Ravens. I, I not, really feel that way. Nice. And now here's the deal. Unless CJ's, you're Maddie Ice. <laughs> yeah. Well, C.J. Stroud is the first quarterback, rookie quarterback, to ever beat a former Super Bowl uh, champion and doing it against Joe Flacco yesterday. I mean, just everything. He's He tied the the rookie record for passing touchdowns in a playoff game in the first half yesterday. I mean, he was just carving up that Browns defense and we talked about the Browns defense being so good uh, throughout the year, right? They put up great numbers throughout the year. They were especially good at home. Man, did they
3: get torched yesterday, Dave? Yeah, I think Stroud would have uh, definitely had more than three touchdown passes. As you mentioned, he you know tied the all-time rookie record by halftime, except then Joe Flacco decided to throw touchdowns yeah, for, the, exactly. for the Texans. <laughs> but I will say this about the Browns like that. It stings. considering how ravaged they were by injuries, it's pretty impressive what they were able to do. Not yesterday. That was not impressive. Overall, what they were down to your fourth string quarterback, a guy you got from the street. Now, former Super Bowl MVP is a pretty good guy to get off, off the street. And he he wasn't being a game manager. During his hot streak, he was firing bullets like around the football field. But they're ravaged on the offensive line. Just uh, they were probably the most banged up team in the AFC North, and and they still had a really good season. So if you're a Browns fan, I think they're going to reload next year and still be a really good team. But
5: if you're a Browns fan too, sorry, Scotty, you're you're used to this. In the fact that, gosh, it's just it, it sucks that. You know, you had this right there in your grasp, and then you put that performance out on the field. It's pretty brutal.
4: Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but guys, every well, like the big number of Browns fans that I've talked to over the last week or so were so confident. They were so confident heading into these playoffs. Like, I've I had people that are Browns fans reach out to me and say, hey, how do I get a Super Bowl bet in on the Browns? And, you know, oh, the people talking about, all right, well, you know, what's Cleveland going to have to do? They're going to have to uh, put up a statue when Joe Flacco makes a run. And, you know, all this stuff. I just – usually Cleveland Browns fans are very pessimistic. And in this case, I ran into so many people that were so confident going into these playoffs and, you know, it's just a it's a, it's a very, very disappointing win. I, uh, disappointing end of the season. But you're right. As a whole, you got to look at all the adversity that they overcame throughout the injuries this year because we thought they were dead when Nick Chubb got hurt, right? To be honest with you, so many people thought
3: season done and over when Chubb got hurt. Yeah, arguably the best running back in football goes out. They don't really miss a beat. I mean, Jerome Ford stepped up. Obviously, it would have been better with Chubb. But, yeah, that's. I mean, it's crazy how they were hit by injuries. And, Scotty, to further your point, or maybe... Just to to hammer it home. I mean, speaking of Browns fans being confident, mentioning things like Super Bowl betting and stuff like that. I, I recall after last week's show, we were leaving the studio. And uh, there was one of our good friends walking out there in the parking lot with us that was talking about 30 to 1 odds. What do you think, Scott? Yeah, I know. 30 to 1 odds for the Browns to win the Super Bowl. And he was like, you know, like, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. I'm going to do this 30 to 1. So you're right. And, and I get it because here's the thing. Even though Browns fans all know C.J. Stroud's really good, awesome rookie. And that, it's the Texan. It's the name. Yep. I think Houston Texans coming into the year, people were like, are they going to be the worst team in the NFL or the second worst behind the Cardinals? Right. It turns out they're pretty damn good. And it's not just Stroud, even though he is really, really good. Their defense is legit. Yeah. Um. I mean, D'Amico Ryan's, yeah, I mean, gosh, yeah, what a head
4: coach. He yes. is, is fantastic. The Houston Texans, by the way, were six to one to make the playoffs this year at the beginning of the year. They I'm were six it's to not one. Like higher than that. It was second worst in all of football. It, that's how bad everybody expected the Texans to be, and right. they come in and you know and honestly, <clears throat> it's just extra painful for Browns fans because they know what they gave up to the Texans for Deshaun Watson as well, right? I mean, that's just the thing that's going to just keep I didn't even think about that. Coming back to, you know, what was it, three or four first round picks that you give up and the amount of money that you gave to to Deshaun Watson and then you see a guy like C.J. Stroud step in rookie of the year and uh perform the way he did. I mean, it's 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 devastating as as a Browns fan because you know how bad this Texas franchise was. This Texans franchise was in the dumps and now one year later we're talking about their one win away from going to the AFC
3: Championship game. I hadn't even really thought about that that much, about CJ could have been playing for the Browns right now you know, instead of Watson because I've been so focused on you know things like, how did the Carolina Panthers pass on CJ Stroud <laughs> yes. for little Bryce Young? And I think Frank Reich, to me, there was no question he wanted CJ Stroud. I think that was the start of the divide between Frank Reich and David Tepper.
4: Well, okay, if... Assuming that uh, the Buffalo Bills beat the Steelers, which we think will probably happen tomorrow afternoon, then your matchups will be the Chiefs and the Bills and the Texans and the Ravens. And so C.J. Stroud has to go on the road to Baltimore. Obviously, Baltimore's had an unbelievably good season. Do you believe that the the Texans have a shot to keep this train going and go to Baltimore and win. Because I'll tell you, the way CJ
3: is playing, I believe they have a decent shot to do it. I, that's what i say. They have a shot and not just like, you know, you know, a crazy wild like shot. Like, no, they've, they've got a legit shot. Now, I would pick the Ravens to win, but sure. Playoff Lamar. Is not regular season. Now, it's a relatively small sample size. We're not talking about a 10-year sample size here, okay? He didn't even play last year in the playoffs, of course. Um, But playoff Lamar has not been very good. Now, that can change really, really, really fast because, again, it's a small sample size. But, um, yeah, I think the Texans um, will have more than a puncher's chance. I'll put it that way. Now, I wish it was indoors and not outdoors for CJ's purposes, but... um, The Texans, you know, they're, I mean, but again, though, they've got a good offensive line. They're not just like throw it around the lot and that's all they do. Like they've got a good offensive line. They can run the ball a little bit. They've got a good defense, not like an elite defense, but a good defense. Hopefully they can uh, force a couple turnovers from Lamar and, uh, and Stroud can ball up, and they'll win that game. We'll see what happens. All right. Up next, we're going to talk Ohio state football. The good news continues to roll in. Could some more good news be on the horizon. That's up next on the money.
6: Hollywood casinos, casinos on the money. On the
7: money.
2: Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling.
6: Coming up on ONN.
7: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for
1: you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Now back to Hollywood Casinos On the Money. On
2: the Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling
6: from ONN.
2: Welcome back to On the Money. This segment is all
4: Ohio State Buckeye talk. Reminder, sports are fast. Betting shouldn't be, which is why it's important to set limits, know the risks, and pause before you play. To learn more, visit pausebeforeyouplay.org. And this On the Money Action Update is brought to you by our friends at the Mobile Center. Broken screen blues from throwing your phone after losing a bet. Visit a local Mobile Center store. Let's look now at the current Hollywood Casino sportsbook odds for the College Football National Championship for next year. Georgia is the favorite at plus three seven. Second on the list is your Ohio State Buckeyes at 6-1. Alabama is third, 8-1. Texas, 9-1. Michigan, 12-1. And what a great week it was for the Buckeyes as far as just about everybody coming back, right? Getting Trey to come back, getting Emeka back, getting uh, Tula Malo back. I mean, this was just a fantastic week for the Buckeyes, Dave. Uh, I know Marvin is leaving, but just an incredible uh, number of
3: guys coming back. It's amazing. I've never seen anything like this. And this is for, if you're an Ohio State fan, this is the good part of NIL. They The collectives did a great job of getting these guys to come back. And they had to secure some sweetheart NIL deals. Trust me when I say it. But yeah, Molo Wow. I mean, everybody came back that I thought would come back with one exception, but now that I look more into it, I I don't even think much of it. Everybody knew Marvin was leaving, so that was that was a given. Mike Hall's the one that I didn't have on that I didn't predict was going to leave. That left, I thought some other guys would leave. I thought uh, Denzel Burke would probably leave, and a few other guys. Um, everybody came back, and the reason Mike Hall I've changed my mind on that I didn't realize him and his fiance. Um, just had a baby. So he's got to take care of it. and he's you know, he he's played three years. He's gonna go get paid even if he's not an early pick. Everybody else coming back, Scotty, I never would have predicted that. Because we've seen over the years, Ohio State guys tend to leave even earlier than maybe the 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 you know, and I'm not talking about if you're if you're projected as a first round pick. We see Ohio State guys leave that go undrafted. Like We can come up with multiple examples recently. Haskell Garrett, Ronnie Hickman. It worked out well for Ronnie Hickman. I know he had a rough game yesterday. The guy makes an NFL roster as an undrafted free agent. That's that's a win. My point is you see Ohio State guys leave early to be like late round picks or go undrafted. So this was the complete opposite of that. And it's, it's just so exciting. I mean, and this is better than landing like a great recruiting class. To land all these guys that were five stars themselves, and now have three years in the system. Like, Tui Mo was the number one player in the country. Travion Henderson was the number one uh, running back in the country. Emeka Ibuka was the number one wide receiver in the country, all in that 2021 class. Now, there's seniors. I love this. And and this is on the heels of everybody else, like Jack Sawyer, Tyleek Williams, on and on and on, Denzel Burke, Jordan Hancock. I'm telling you, man. This team is loaded. It, really, I, I, it makes me, and all the transfers coming in, Will Howard, sorry, go ahead. No, it, it, it really is incredible
4: the fact that what they have done over the last couple weeks because we know how in the dumps things were right after that cotton bowl. And the betting odds, by the way, I was very curious to see where Ohio State would be right after that national championship. They immediately released the odds for next year. And I was curious where Ohio State would be. And Dave, they came out initially at nine to one. And then the Judkins transfer news came in. And then we had all these guys that announced that they were staying. And now there's all kinds of rumors. Maybe Caleb Downs from Alabama's in play for Ohio State. All these different things. Ohio State went from nine to one to six to one. And I, and I, I could see that coming and I really wanted to put money down on Ohio State for next year for the national championship. The problem is... It is so far away. It is tough to tie up your money (laughs) one year in advance. You know what I mean? Like, we like those instant bets where, okay, you can maybe wait a week for an outcome on your bet and, you know, win or lose. But to wait almost 365 days, actually, it would be because the national championship would be even later next year. You'd be waiting over a year for that to pay out. That's why it's so hard. But the thing that I love the most, Dave, is because I think this is going to be so important going forward in college football is the depth depth and experience, because it looks like Ohio state. If you look at it is going to have about 399 career starts returning. That's unbelievable, the experience that they're going to have in the next year when you're going to have that expanded season. There's a chance, okay, if you do not get the bye, that you have to go through the regular season, 12 games. Let's say you don't win the Big Ten Championship, but you're in the Big Ten uh, Championship. That's 13 games. And then the round of 12 is 14. The round of 8 is 15. The round of 4 is uh, is 16. You could play 17 games next year, Dave. safety, unbelievable. Player safety. But players but
3: they're, they're focused on player safety right. in, in the college football. That's why they changed some of those rules for player safety. Now let's play 17 games. I mean, yeah. it's it's, so, it's hypocrisy, but you make a great point. I don't want to de- derail your point. It's a fantastic point, but um, depth is huge in football. It's, it's huge in sports. Period. Like now that baseball season is around the corner, I hear people talking about, oh, they don't need this and that because they got these five guys in their their, uh, starting rotation. It's like, as a Reds fan, I can't think of one year ever when all five starters stayed healthy. That was 2012. It doesn't happen. Yeah. Uh, You need depth football you need it and you're right that's a great point because now with more games depth becomes even more paramount
4: yeah and Judkins coming in and Will Howard coming in we'll keep an Woo. eye on that uh, transfer portal as other other names now that Alabama uh, has a new coach their transfer window opened up and so they've got uh, some names that uh, Ohio State will obviously be looking at what we'll be looking at next is a little betting preview of today's and tomorrow's NFL playoff action that's next on on the money
6: this is Hollywood Casino's On the Money. On the Money.
2: Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling
6: from ONN. Hey folks, it's game day and the betting's gonna be intense, Drew. You said it, Dave. But a good pre-game routine keeps betting responsible. That's right. You got to pause before you play. Good call. Sports betting is hot, but it can be risky. And pausing to set limits is an all-star move. That's right, Dave. If you bet on sports, pause before you play to set limits, recognize the risks, and know when to stop. Learn more at pausebeforeyouplay.org.
8: Do you want a job that is flexible, secure, and fun? It also offers excellent pay and is ranked as one of the best jobs in America, too. I'm talking about being a dental hygienist. And all you have to do is complete a two-year program after high school. Visit ODA.org to learn more and to start helping people love their smile. This message is brought to you by the members of the Ohio Dental Association.
9: The spotted lanternfly is an invasive plant hopper native to Eastern Asia. Today, it's found in 14 states, including Ohio. The beautifully colored insects bring stress to the host plant, often contributing to its decline. Juvenile spotted lanternflies known as nymphs and adults prefer to feed on the invasive tree of heaven, but also feed on a wide range of crops, plants, and trees. If you suspect a spotted lanternfly infestation, contact an ISA-certified arborist near you. To learn more, visit trees4ohio.org. That's trees4ohio.org.
10: Have you ever thought about having a podiatric physician examine your feet? Doctors of podiatric medicine set broken bones, perform wound care, and remove bunions. Common health issues that they treat include ingrown or fungal nails, horns, warts, and skin problems like athlete's foot. Foot exams are easy and can prevent many foot problems. If you can't walk, work, or enjoy sports activities without pain, what are you waiting for? To find a podiatric physician who is a member of the Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association, visit associationsadvanceohio.com.
11: The fan, the fan, fan. Ohio sports
2: destination.
6: You're listening to Hollywood Casinos on the money.
2: On the money. Presented by Ohio for responsible gambling.
3: On ONN. You know, Scotty, it really works out well with the schedule. Now, I don't like having to wait around again until four thirty today. That's the bad part. But overall, I like the way this gets split up. It wasn't how they drew it up originally, but we got the two games yesterday. Yeah. Now instead of having three today, we have two today because it, apparently it's pretty cold in Buffalo. I thought they liked that. Apparently, it got so cold, even too cold for Buffalo. That's you know, it's cold if it's too cold for Buffalo. But we got two games yesterday, two today. And then two tomorrow on MLK Day. I love it.
4: Yeah, and I will tell you, I've been reading that there is a chance that even tomorrow... Buffalo might not happen and they might have to move that to Tuesday. So it is, it is a mess there. Like the amount of snow is incredible. I saw, I saw pictures of that stadium and it looked like it was just covered in snow. And they were talking about the winds up to 60 miles per hour. Could you imagine? Let's go. Could you imagine? I mean, it (laughs) was, it was just a wild scene there.
5: I know like you don't want to take away the Buffalo home field advantage here in this game. But if they were moving it already and moving it to Monday, why didn't they just move these teams to Ford Field and let them play tomorrow at Ford Field? They could have had two games back-to-back at Ford Field.
4: I, I don't understand it. But you play the entire year, Ryan, to get the home field advantage in the playoffs. There's got to be an award for how you play Performed in the regular season. Mm-hmm. And the award is that you get to play in your home stadium. So I think that's true. I'm okay I, with what the NFL decided to do. That's true. But like, didn't
5: we, didn't COVID prove that we change stuff and we can do it on the fly and make
4: decisions in the, in the basis of safety? So, uh, you know what? I like that they decided to move it back a day. I, I have no issues with that. If they have to move it back another day, okay. Fine. We'll get, a, we'll get a Tuesday playoff game. I'm perfectly but, fine. But then with that. aren't
5: you going to have to move next week? To give Buffalo not, you know. They would have to adjust
4: next week's schedule as well, yeah. I mean, that, look, we just got to go with it. I mean, when you had that amount of snow, you can't have, and, and the, the wind, you cannot have fans trying to get in there in this terrible situation. And look, how awful would it be for the fans, Dave, if you had to move a game to Detroit and all those fans that had tickets can't go?
3: Yeah, I wouldn't be in favor of that. That I also think, like, I mean, there's, I, I, I get there's a line, but like, and I don't remember this game, even though I was, what, maybe four years old or something like that. But the 81 um, AFC Championship game, called the Freezer Bowl, Chargers with Dan Fouts at Bengals. And it was, like, below zero um, with the temperature. But it was like, Brian, please look this up if you have a chance. I think it was something like 81 AFC Championship game. I think it was something like, I don't want to exaggerate, like, minus 50 or minus 60 with oh the my gosh! It was insane. They called it, the, and there was no snow, so that's the difference. It was the freezer bowl, and keep in mind, they're playing at Riverfront Stadium on that concrete, basically. Oh. I mean, the Reds played on that. I mean, you remember all the cookie-cutter stadiums. So... Bengals took care of business. I mean, you're bring a team from San Diego to the freezer bowl. My point is they're playing in sixty, was a minus sixty degree wind chill. Um, they can't play in Buffalo tomorrow. Let's go. Yeah. What well, are we doing here? It,
4: it, it's not about the temperature in Buffalo. It's it's about snow? the amount of snow, and nobody can travel in there. So that's the problem. Do we it, have a number? It was nine degrees below
5: zero and a minus fifty-nine degree oh. wind
4: chill. Oh my gosh. By the way, guys, watching last night, <laughs> I want to get your opinion on. Did you did you like watching a game in the elements like that? But first, we got to talk about Andy Reid's snot yes! mustache. I have it in my notes. I have it in my notes. It's so funny. And I isn't mean, the first time that that's happened? Holy cow! I mean, just the snot frozen right
3: into the facial hair, I mean, and Patrick Mahomes' helmet cracking because it's so cold. Helmet. Oh, but the the Andy Reid, and we've seen it before. It's disgusting yet awesome. Is yeah. that my I wrong? I love it. <laughs> That's like some uh, dumb and dumber stuff right, right there, right? you like needed some smelling salts there. I don't know. Yeah, kind of like my hair right now,
4: little Lloyd Christmas look of my uh, hair with the. Whenever I throw a winter hat on, my hair just
3: like sticks down to my head. So. Mine, mine too. <laughs> All right, up next, we're gonna get depressed. We're gonna talk Ohio State basketball, maybe even some CBJ. That's coming up next oh, on the money.
6: Hollywood casinos on the money. On the money.
2: Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling.
7: Coming up on ONN. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you.
1: Call. ClickGranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Now, back to Hollywood Casinos on the Money. On the
2: Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling.
4: From ONN. Buckeye Hoops and Blue Jacket Hockey. That's what this segment's about. Ah, Sounds like a lot of fun, huh? All right, this On the Money Action update brought to you by our friends at the Mobile Center. Want to watch the big game during your kids' exciting sporting events or bored at work? Then pick up a portable charger at the Mobile Center. You will never run out of the juice. Let's look at the current Hollywood Casino Sportsbook odds for today's NFL matchups. You've got the Cowboys, a seven-point favorite, over the Packers, minus 340 on the money line. The Packers are plus 270. And in the other NFL game, the late, the night game you've got the lions a three point home favorite over the rams minus 165 on the money line all right let's start out ohio state hoops because uh they play their rival tomorrow right michigan it's a rare noon monday game and it's kind of a fun little setup because you got ohio state michigan at noon and then you got the two uh nfl games later on awesome yeah so it'll be it'll be a great day of sports tomorrow but this Ohio State basketball team. Now, here's the deal. Michigan has been playing so bad. Michigan has lost five games in a row. They lost to McNeese State. They're at the bottom of the Big Ten. They're one and 1-4 in the Big Ten. They're six and 6-10 overall. But Jawan
3: has not slapped anybody recently.
4: Jawan hasn't slapped anybody. And the problem is, Ohio State has not been good on the road and uh, they have not won a true road game since January 1st of last year. It's been over a year since last state has gone on the road and won a game. Thoughts
3: on this one, Dave. Uh, that's a crazy stat. I, you're the only one I've heard bring you're definitely the first person I've heard bring it up and I Really the only one. They've now gone over a year without winning a road game. That's insane. Um, that's got to be close to a record for Ohio State basketball. Yeah, man, I don't know how to feel about this. You're right. Michigan's not good. If this game was at Ohio State, I'd actually feel pretty confident in it, even though Ohio State's not looked good recently. Um, it being in Michigan kind of makes it a coin toss. I'll be interested to see what the spread is in this game. Uh, I could see Ohio State being slightly favored. Frankly, I hope Michigan is slightly favored just to maybe give Ohio State a little bit more um, juice going into that game, but, um, I don't know, um. I'll be tuning in. I know that much. And it's interesting because Ohio, we've talked about this. Ohio State basketball is like a, a man without a country when it comes to a, like an actual rival in basketball. Like we view Michigan, you know, and depending on when you grew up, maybe uh, Indiana as, as the top, but they don't reciprocate. Obviously Indiana looks at Purdue as their main rival. Michigan looks at Michigan State in basketball as their main rival. Ohio State doesn't really have a basketball rival, but you know, from our perspective, Michigan is the rival. Um, it'd be nice to go up there and get a win. So
4: the matchup predictor on ESPN gives Michigan, a 50.1% chance of winning the game. Ohio State, a 49.9% chance of winning. But the Buckeyes, by the way, you have to win this game. You have to win this game. This is a Michigan team that is really, really bad. They are struggling mightily. Ohio State led early against Wisconsin, looked like things were going to be okay, and then obviously gave up that lead and, and lost the game. Wisconsin's a pretty good team, but... You've got all kinds of issues right now with the backcourt struggling, right? Thornton and especially Roddy Gale. Roddy Gale has been really bad since that West Virginia game. He has been awful shooting the ball. And here's the thing. Bruce Thornton front end of of one and ones you have to make them you're the leader you're the point guard you're the the leader of this team and you're missing front end of one and ones in big time situations for ohio state it's been it's been devastating because this backcourt was supposed to be the strength and they have not been good lately
3: no and i still believe in them i feel like they've hit a cold streak i, I really like thornton and gale and if you told me going into this year that battle would be doing what he's doing i'd be like man they're going to be really tough to beat cuz i thought And Thornton and Gale have shown that at times this year. As you mentioned, the West Virginia game, Gale was like the best player in the court. He had a fantastic game. and He's struggled since then. Thornton's had some money games this year. He's been struggling. And when those guys are struggling at the same time, as you pointed out, when both those guys are struggling like they have been, that is bad news for Ohio State. And you're right, man. In basketball, period, if you're missing a front end of a one-on-one, um, I should back NBA doesn't even have it. I always thought the NBA should should mix in the, the one and one. I don't know why they don't. Anyway, I digress. You're right. That's a killer. If it happens every once in a while. OK, but you're right. Recently, Thornton, what did he miss twice or three times and missed the front end of a one on one? Probably. I think it was twice, twice. Yeah, twice this last game that those are killers. Those are four points. You're taking off the board right there.
4: Yeah, they just look a little bit off again. This is an opportunity this week to get it right. Beat Michigan at Michigan, and then you got Penn State at home. Those are two games you absolutely should win. But we've got to talk about the Blue Jackets because you wanted you oh, yes. wanted to
3: bring them up. And My, my Blue
4: Jackets? And, no. Yeah, yeah, both of you guys. I don't want to talk Blue Jackets. Well, I'm not a diehard. <laughs> I but have I, no I, interest I want to in talking this. Columbus I, Blue Jackets. I am
3: not. Most Blue Jackets fans are either a diehard or you're not a Blue jacket. I'm like one of the few that I, I definitely like the Blue Jackets. I could probably recite the roster better than people think. I could name where guys in the draft were taken. Like Kent Johnson was the number five. Pick stuff like that. Um, Your check was sixth overall, you know, Fantilli, third overall, which was an absolute steal. Anyway, I can't believe how loyal Blue Jackets fans are. And this isn't just Ryan Baker, I've got friends, multiple that are like absolute diehard Jackets fans, even though they continue management continues to punch them in the face and we're going to turn it over to Ryan to see how much longer he's going to take these beatings. But I'm, I'm, I checked out the box score. This is how much of a fan I am. I missed the entire game because I'm watching the NFL, but I did check the box score. I said seven to four. Damn, blue jackets lost. Let's see if Fantilli scored. Some of my other guys scored. No, Fantilli did have an assist. Then it says attendance. 100% filled up nationwide arena. I'm like, these jackets fans are crazy. Now you did point out, Ryan, that's probably not butts in the seats. Still, jackets fans are fiercely loyal. You look at attendance. You look at how diehard you guys are, just the way you talk about the team and everything. Um, Why do you do it? How much longer can can management punch you guys in the face and still be like fiercely loyal to this team?
5: I don't think much longer with what's going on right now. And I think it's the mixed messages. You keep hearing, oh, we're a playoff team. We're fighting for the playoffs. We're fighting for the playoffs. And then all of a sudden, well, we're out of it. We're going to do this. But then... We're gonna we're gonna play Tarasov. We've benched... Elvis hasn't played since December twenty ninth, the night of the Cotton Bowl. Think how much has happened since the night of the Cotton Bowl. Elvis has not played since then, and
3: he's left the building.
5: They said we want to see if Tarasov <laughs> is a number one goalie, but then oh, we're gonna sit check out because we think he needs to work on a couple. Like, it just doesn't make sense. The whole, like, check honestly, probably, he's, he's going to be a good player, I think. He probably should have been in Cleveland all year because you had enough defensemen under contract here, bad contracts, be, be it, but, like, we won't get rid of these guys because we think they're worth something, but they're not. They're terrible. It's just the mixed messages from management right now. If you let these guys run a trade deadline, ownership is insane.
4: We're going to go from talking blue jackets to going back to talking browns. Aren't you having fun today on On the Money? That is next. On the Money.
6: This is
7: Hollywood Casinos On the Money.
2: On the Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling
7: from ONN. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger.
1: You're listening to
6: Hollywood Casinos on the money, on the money presented
2: by Ohio for responsible
3: gambling on O N N. All right. It is time for convince me. This is where Ryan Baker, judge Ryan, judge Judge Ryan Baker with his gavel and everything. Oh, now see now Scotty's starting to like realize how to play the game. This is where Ryan asks Scotty and I a question and we try and convince him of the right answer. Judge Baker, the floor is yours.
5: Cotty's favorite game, for sure. Mm Mm-hmm. Sometimes. All right, guys. So, the Browns, this uh, this has been a crazy string for them in season this year, especially this last month or two uh, with Joe Flacco. It all came to a crashing halt yesterday. So, you guys need to convince me the Browns will be better next season or they will be worse next season.
3: I think they'll be better. Here's why um i don't think they're gonna be markedly better because they were really good this year i know what happened yesterday i watched the game overall this is a good season for the browns and they were more ravaged by injuries than anyone is that that too much to say when you think about some of the guys that they even lost like guys like i forgot grant delpit was out you know i mean like you mentioned chubb like what three-fourths of their offensive line i mean it's just crazy how many guys they lost um deshaun watson And I do think Deshaun Watson is going to bounce back next year. Is he going to be the Deshaun Watson that was like crazy good? Whatever that was, his third year in the league when he had no weapons around him with the Texans and he still put up a monster year. Um, that guy we saw at Clemson, he might not be what everybody thought he was going to be, but I do think Deshaun Watson was starting to turn it around this year. So I think he's going to be good next year. You got to think that they're going to stay healthier. They've got the, you know, they've got the talent on both sides coming back. I think the Browns are going to be better next year. Yeah,
4: I think they need to add another big-time playmaker or two. I mean, I know you've got... Uh, Amari Cooper and and Joku and Chubb and stuff but I'll I'll be honest with you Dave I, I don't see a big step forward and I know the injuries were a problem this is this is what the the Browns are right I mean Stefanski is 37 and 30 since taking over in 2020 um they don't have a lot of cap space I still think the quarterback situation is a humongous question mark I don't see this I don't see the Browns making a big step forward and, and, you know, necessarily being a, a a team that goes 12 and five or 13 and four. I just don't see it. If I had to guess next year, I think I would take under 11 wins. They got to 11 and six this year. I would say that they are not going to get to 11 wins next year. So that's where I am. And I look, I still think back to that trade. I still think with this franchise, the fact that they gave up three First-round picks, a third round and a fifth round for Deshaun. It's just a disaster, and I don't like it. I don't like where they're headed, Ryan. So, yeah, I'm going to say worse. Yeah, that trade probably kind of helped them lose yesterday, to be
5: honestly, given the Texans some of those first-round picks that uh, they've been able to parlay into some good players. I'll tell you guys, you know... I gave him credit this year for what he did keeping this thing together, but I am still not a believer in Kevin Stefanski. Uh, I think that showed yesterday. I think Tamako Ryans is a really good coach. Mm-hmm. Like He gets Great those guys coach. to rally around and play for him. I don't think Kevin Stefanski inspires anyone, quite frankly, and uh, I... You know, Scotty, you could have even thrown in there, in your argument... No first-round pick. Joe Another Burrow thing. might be healthy next year, and that's going to be harder for you to win more games in that division. The Steelers better might be better than
3: might be healthy. He yeah. better be healthy.
5: The Ste- the Steelers might figure out their quarterback position, and then look how good they could be. So I'm with Scotty. The Browns will not be better next year.
4: The uh, Yeah, here we go of victory. The other thing, too, is Nick Chubb coming off of the knee injury look i mean as a running back who's now put a lot of several years in the league now you got to question what kind of nick chubb are you going to get going but you forward have jerome to.
3: ford who was sure he's I get still it. on a rookie contract for two more years as a fifth round pick no less yeah, so you're, the, you're, how'd you're that pay, go yesterday you're paying him nothing yeah but overall i mean jerome ford was pretty good this year is he nick chubb no but that's a pretty damn good plan b yeah and, and you gotta think if chubb's not ready at the beginning of the year isn't himself he's gonna he's gonna okay the i guess the silver lining with that injury is it happened so early in the season yeah
4: all right so did your guys opinion on the afc change a little bit you know watching the chiefs yesterday i think most people thought the chiefs didn't don't really have a run in them they've struggled throughout the year but the fact that they got it done last night in a big way over miami do you credit that more towards a the weather was so bad the dolphins didn't want to be there or do you say oh it, the the Kansas City Chiefs just flip the switch and they're back and it's playoff football for them and they're going to be great.
3: Oh man, I still think, cause if Buffalo wins, they're gonna have to go to Buffalo. So yes. This is the one time Patrick Mahomes is gonna have to go on the road in the playoffs. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I think, I still think that the Chiefs are a flawed team. You know, yeah, they're playing at home against a team from Miami, no less, with a guy from Hawaii as their quarterback. <laughs> I mean, if a team's not gonna play good in that type of weather, it's probably the Dolphins. So yeah, I mean, the Chiefs looked very good yesterday. Do I think this is all of a sudden the Chiefs of the last five years or so? I don't. I still think they've got too many holes, and I do think the Bills Will beat them. The game's an Arrowhead. I might feel different about it. Them having to go to Buffalo, presuming Buffalo beats Pittsburgh, um, I do think the Chiefs are going to be two and done. Up next is Convince Me Part Two. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? We're going to debate that. That's up next on The Money. More of Hollywood
6: casinos on The Money. On The Money.
2: Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling.
6: Coming up on ONN.
8: Do you want a job that is flexible, secure, and fun? It also offers excellent pay and is ranked as one of the best jobs in America, too. I'm talking about being a dental hygienist. And all you have to do is complete a two-year program after high school. Visit ODA.org to learn more and to start helping people love their smile. This message is brought to you by the members of the Ohio Dental Association.
9: The spotted lanternfly is an invasive plant hopper native to Eastern Asia. Today, it's found in 14 states, including Ohio. The beautifully colored insects bring stress to the host plant, often contributing to its decline. Juvenile spotted lanternflies known as nymphs and adults prefer to feed on the invasive tree of heaven, but also feed on a wide range of crops, plants, and trees. If you suspect a spotted lanternfly infestation, contact an ISA-certified arborist near you. To learn more, visit trees4ohio.org. That's trees4ohio.org.
10: Have you ever thought about having a podiatric physician examine your feet? Doctors of podiatric medicine set broken bones, perform wound care, and remove bunions. Common health issues that they treat include ingrown or fungal nails, horns, warts, and skin problems like athlete's foot. Foot exams are easy and can prevent many foot problems. If you can't walk, work, or enjoy sports activities without pain, what are you waiting for? To find a podiatric physician who is a member of the Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association, visit associationsadvanceohio.com.
11: the fan. The
2: fan. Ohio sports destination.
6: Now back to Hollywood Casinos On the Money. On the Money.
2: Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling
6: from ONN.
3: <laughs> Welcome back to On the Money. All right, it's time for Convince Me Part 2. Judge Baker, the floor is yours.
5: All right, guys, let's make this one. Uh I think this one's pretty simple. Convince me who wins the Super Bowl.
4: So I'm on the 49ers. Uh, yeah, I actually filled out a little playoff bracket, submitted it. We're in a little contest here at the at the office, and uh, I'm I'm two and zero after the winning the first couple games. By yesterday. little contest,
3: Ryan, his entry fee was ten thousand dollars.
4: <laughs> but here's the deal, guys. Chump change. <laughs> Going through the entire bracket, I ended up with a Bills 49ers Super Bowl, and I know you guys laughed at me when I said the Bills last week, and you know. I you guys were giggling and we have a little bet where you guys are going to be doing some push-ups later on because I think the Bills are really, really good. Look, I look at Lamar Jackson and his playoff record is 1-3. and I don't think the Ravens are getting to the Super Bowl. I think the Bills are going to get there, but the team I think is going to win it is the most complete team, and that's the 49ers. I thought the 49ers were going to win the Super Bowl last year, and I still think they would have if they didn't have basically their entire quarterback room get hurt uh, late in the year in, in the playoffs. So for me, guys, I'm going to stick with the 49ers. I think they're the best team in the NFL. I know they're the betting favorite. I'm sticking with them. Give me San Francisco. What do you think of Brock Purdy? I think he can get it done. Like, I don't love Brock Purdy. But I think he can game manage and I think he can put up stats when he needs to get the ball to the best playmakers with McCaffrey and Debo and Iuke. Yeah, I, I like I, I'm OK with saying Brock Birdie
3: can win a Super Bowl. I will go with the Buffalo Bills for a lot of the reasons you mentioned it. And you one,
4: laughed at me last week when I said Bills.
3: one additional one. Um, But since they fired Ken Dorsey as offensive coordinator, they've been a different team. And. I also think there's a chance, a good chance. It reminds me a little of the Bengals a couple years ago when they had to play the Texans, or excuse me, the Titans in the second round when the Titans were the number one seed. I agree. I think the, the Texans have a decent chance of upsetting the Ravens. And then if the Bills are able to beat the Steelers at home, beat the Chiefs at home, if that happens, if, if, if Baltimore loses, guess who hosts the AFC Championship game? Buffalo. Buffalo does. So... Yeah, if they get there and then all of a sudden if they get there, you know, Josh Allen, um having a couple of weeks off, he'll be the best quarterback on the field. The Bills have just been a different team, so I will say the Bills.
5: All right, guys, I don't I don't believe in either of these teams, I guess, because I think the quarterbacks are going to make a mistake when they need to make a play, but I just I don't see the bills getting through Kansas City. They haven't gotten through Kansas City when they needed to and uh I think the path in the NFC for the 49ers is a little easier. I think this is the first time ever but Scotty has a sweep, sweep and convinced sweep, me. Sweep.
3: Woo, woo, woo. Well here's here, here's the truth. Let's take you behind the the curtain a little bit my friends. Um Scotty going first was was good for him cuz I, I just lied a little bit to play some radio. I just didn't want to take the same answer. I thought that would have been lame. I was trying to get him to say like Brock Purdy sucked or something like that. That's the one thing giving him pause and I was going to be like, you know what? I think Brock Purdy is you know, he can get it done. So I was going to just say the 49 because I do think the 49ers have the best chance. So I had to play a little radio and try and convince Ryan. That it was the Bills. Ryan saw right through it.
4: Where are you guys on today's games? Uh, by the way, I'll take the sweep. I'll take the trophy. Thank you very much. But no more whining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, oh, there there will still be whining, I can at least guarantee Scottie's you going to be in a
3: good mood for the rest of the show instead of
4: ticked off. <laughs> but today's games, let's start out with the Packers getting seven at the Cowboys. I will tell you, a lot of the Sharps love the the Packers with the points. I know, playoff Cowboys, they've struggled in the past. I, I think Dallas at home gets it done in a big way today. Um, I actually like Dallas, and I would give the points. I would give
3: the seven. It's interesting. Um, I'm going to stay away from, I'm probably going to do some player props, probably some live betting. Uh, By probably, I mean definitely. But I'll say this. Mea culpa on Jordan Love. I thought that was like, what? even when it happened, I'm like, what are you doing trading up for this? It's one thing if somebody falls in your lap like Aaron Rodgers did years ago. It's like, how did this guy fall all the way down here? We got to have a a succession plan at some time. uh, At some point, I'm thinking, what are you doing? And then Rodgers wins two MVPs. And then Jordan Love looked looked lost early this year. He's in his fourth year by the way. Jordan Love looks good. Listen, I'm not saying that if he's Favre or Rodgers, but he's better than what I thought. That being said, I agree with you. The Packers have been a pretty good story lately. Love's turned it around. He looks like he's a legit NFL quarterback cowboys at home and this is a different cowboys team than we've seen i mean this is this is a really good cowboys team i won't be shocked if they get to the super bowl if they get to the super bowl they're gonna be really dangerous um i'm with you i'll probably stay away from the point spread but if i had to yeah it feels like the cowboys are gonna win this game by 10 or more
4: yeah, yeah I, that's how i am late game by the way i i almost feel almost too confident in the rams pick i really think the rams plus three is the way to go with stafford going back to detroit i think the rams get it done not just plus three but win the game
3: today it's a heck of a cool like sidebar oh it's great With stafford going back and golf playing Should his touring team, game. it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun the first hour of the show is in the books if you are listening on 97.1 the fan please stick around for the second hour this is on the money
1: Dave Biddle places over-unders on how many traffic lights he hits coming
6: into the studio. This is On The Money.
2: Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling.
3: Welcome back to On The Money, 97.1 The Fan. I am Dave Biddle. I am joined by Scott Prokop. We, of course, like to call him Scotty Vegas. We have producer Ryan Baker at the controls. Appreciate you guys joining us, staying with us, whatever the case might be, final hour of the show. And right about now, Ryan Baker, it's time for the parlay party. Party! The <laughs> Is where we celebrate anything we want to celebrate. Could be a nice parlay that we hit, could be anything at all. Scotty Vegas, what are you celebrating this morning, my friend?
4: Well, I'm not going to lie. All week, I was loving all the news coming out with all these Buckeyes coming back. Uh, obviously, bringing in uh, uh, all the, basically, bringing in great transfers and all these guys coming back has me really excited for next year. I actually placed a little bit of a futures bet. Again, holding your money for $360 days. That's a little tough with uh, placing a futures bet on the Buckeyes to win next year's national championship, but I feel really good about where they're headed, and so, yep, I'm celebrating that. The other thing is, guys, I did a little parlay before the playoffs, and I have the Chiefs Bills, Rams, and Cowboys. I took those four to win this weekend at 3-1. to one. First one comes through with the Chiefs last night. I took them all on the money line. So I'm really excited about that. That's still alive. And then... We did a little fantasy draft, by the way. It was NFL playoff postseason fantasy football. We did two of them. I, yeah, we did two. Well, we did it at eight o'clock and then at nine o'clock. And I feel really good. I ended up with the number one pick somehow in both of them. They're both uh, nine-person leagues. I ended up taking Dak number one in one league and Josh Allen number one in the other league. But I feel really good where I'm at there. And the last thing I'm celebrating is I'm looking tomorrow's schedule and I'm really excited. I'm going to be on that couch pretty much all day because you've got Ohio State-Michigan hoops at noon tomorrow and then we've got uh, football the rest of the day. So, I'm loving life right now, guys. Ryan, what are you celebrating? Well, guys... I love that tomorrow,
5: you know, we have get our third straight day of NFL doubleheaders in the playoffs. I know it sucks that they had to move that game late, and it's thrown everything off a little bit, but man, I think that's awesome. I think they should do that all the time, maximize those days, three doubleheaders. I think that's perfect. I'm also celebrating the Browns. I know it was rough yesterday, and it's kind of like a Browns thing to do to get everybody high like that, and then bam, just such a crushing low, but with all the injuries that. They had this season you could have easily cashed it in and tanked on this season and you know went on to next even though you had no draft pick to tank for I guess but uh <laughs> yeah. they uh they exceeded I think all expectations with the injuries so good for them and then I love kind of piggybacking off the NFL tomorrow I love the day sports like we need this more during the week as yes. far as I'm concerned we got Buckeye hoops at noon. We've got jackets at 1, and then NFL starts at 4.30. Like you said, Scotty, it's a great day to just take Martin Luther King Day off and sit on the couch.
3: That's exactly right. Boys, I am celebrating, as Scotty said. Everybody coming back to Ohio State football, pretty much. I mean, I knew Marvin was leaving. Everybody did. Mike Hall's maybe the one people didn't expect. Everybody else is coming back. And I would say they're getting the band back together. It's like you're getting the band back together, but you're bringing in a much better lead singer. You know, it's like not just Will Howard, but I'm talking about when you add in all the transfers are getting to come in. Um, And it says a lot to me. They get Judkins. Yes. He's one of the best running backs in the country. And Travion still sticks around. Crazy. Unbelievable. And Will Howard is not gonna be Justin Fields, but he'll be an upgrade over Kal McCord. Trust me. Trust me, a noticeable upgrade over Kalm McCord. So very excited about Ohio State football and there's more to come. I mean, they've got the kid that kid uh, from Ohio, the defensive lineman, who will be a freshman this coming year. Kirks, who had committed to Washington, has now decommitted from Washington, and is on an official visit to Ohio State right now. I imagine he'll be a Buckeye, so there's, they're going to get some more transfers. I bet you they'll get another offensive lineman. They already got the center from Alabama, so excited about Ohio State. Excited just to sit around and chill and watch NFL playoff games today and tomorrow. As you guys said, it's I love the the daytime, the afternoon sports. It's a holiday. We got Ohio State basketball. Then we got two NFL games. <laughs> Presuming the Buffalo game doesn't get moved again. You, right. I didn't even know that was a possibility. It's a t- possibility. Until t- you mentioned it. So hopefully that doesn't happen. But um yeah and and just I'll say one more thing. And a lot of my friends, including Ryan, maybe think they're not spending it wisely, but the Cincinnati Reds are probably going to have to they they can't just say, oh We have our pick of free agents. It's like they're going to have to probably overpay and they're probably not going to be the number one destination for a lot of free agents. But I like that the Reds are spending money. I like this. I like their young nucleus a lot. And they're actually spending money this offseason. I love that. I feel like that gives them a chance. All right.
5: Dave, I love what the Reds have done except for one
3: move. I only dislike one move, the Candelario.
5: Yeah, I don't understand it. It's it's kind of redundant to me. But everything else, I love what they've done. They haven't given up any young prospects. They've kind of high risk, low, or kind of you know might be a little risk, but it's a high reward type signings. I they've just signed Suter. Yeah, I, I love what they've done except for Candelario. I don't understand it.
3: They've added four. Good pitchers. You're right. And, you're, and you, you make a great point. They've given up zero prospect capital. Like I, I, I expected a big trade. Maybe a big trade will still come. I don't think they're going to... Uh, White Sox are going to have to back off their demands a lot for Dylan Cease. But um, yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm pretty jazzed about it.
5: I just would have preferred, instead of spending that money on Candelario, I would have preferred it on a right-handed outfield bat.
3: Yeah, I think what they looked at that, they now feel like Spencer Steer is that. They're just, he's full time. It's not like he's mad. He's going to play some in left fields. Like he's the left fielder, like, period. And I will say this about Candelario. Like, um, the fact that he's a switch hitter gives them a lot of options, you know He gives them that uh, that he can be you know that left-handed guy they needed and the right-handed guy they needed um, We'll see but I like that the reds are actually spending money after doing absolutely nothing the last few years last year their big two, their, their top two pickups off the free agent um, in the free agency was uh, will myers who they cut like a month into the season and luke weaver Who I wouldn't trust to play on my favorite college team?
4: let me ask you guys this I got to switch gears I, I, I can't get into baseball in in January catchers pitchers report in one month <laughs> Red, Reds baseball in January I just you know I, I feel like uh, that was that was a lot of, a lot of baseball talk but let me let me move things back towards Ohio State football there you go and ask you guys about the offensive coordinator position because yes. that is something that uh, over the, the last week there's been a lot of rumors out there Let me throw the, some of the names out there that a bit I've seen as far as uh, rumors go. Joe Brady is one of the names, one of the hot names that people are talking about. Uh, Dan Mullen is another name we know. Dan Mullen's been out of football for a little bit, uh, so, but he his name's been thrown out there. Uh, I've also heard uh, Joe Moorhead. Uh, currently the head coach of Akron, and uh, Jason Candle, uh, head coach of Toledo. Those are the four names that I feel feel like have come up a decent amount. I want to get your opinion, Dave, on where this offensive coordinator position, where it may
3: go. Jason Candle is the name I'm keeping my closest eye on and the one that I want the most.
4: And he's the Toledo
3: head coach, has had success there. They've had really good offenses there. Dave, I've
4: heard that him
5: and Day are very close, like talk daily as well.
3: I love this, and he's an Ohio guy. Not just he's been at Toledo for 12 years, which in itself would be good, and he's been very successful eight years as a head coach. Um, I believe that's right, right? Maybe he's been there even longer as head coach now, but he's been there a while. And usually if you're a really good coach in the MAC, you don't stay there for a long time. Frank Solich being the exception to the rule because he was near the end of his career. I really like Jason Candle, and he's an Ohio guy. Played football at Mount Union, you know, and, you know, coached at Mount Union. Small coached school at Toledo. Factory. Yeah, it really is. And now it's turning into like this, you got the coaching tree with Campbell and all those guys who played together. Grinch, I know Grinch, did, it didn't work out very well at Ohio State or USC with Grinch, but um, still, um... That's been a powerhouse program, Mount Union. So I like the Jason Camp. And, and furthermore, like Ryan's saying, him and, and Ryan Day are tight. I didn't realize they talked every day. I, I did know that they are friends, but, um, there's been a lot of smoke that that, that could happen. I would love that. And I've been in the camp that like guys, like I would like to see it. Ryan Day, meaning Ryan Day hire an offensive coordinator, let him go set up in the box and call the plays. I'm, I'm thinking, but Ryan Day's baby is what? Calling plays—is he really going to give that up? But I think finally he's realized I need to be a CEO if I'm really going to get to where I want to take this program. And Ryan Day still going to be heavily involved if this actually transpires. He's going to be heavily involved in everything they do offensively. But man, Scotty, I hope this—I ha- would love to see Jason Candle come as offensive coordinator.
4: And here's a little bit more background on Jason Candle. He has uh, been the head coach at Toledo for eight years. His record at Toledo is sixty-five and thirty-five. Uh, he has uh, let's see. Look, looks like he has been to the a bowl game there in Toledo uh, for seven times. So uh, again, very successful at Toledo. Uh, as you mentioned, played at Mount Union. The only thing that I have a little bit of uh, hesitation about, guys, is. He hasn't been very many places, right? So he was at Mount Union as a wide receivers coach and an offensive coordinator way back when. Then he went to Toledo and he coached the wide receivers and then he became the offensive coordinator and then the head coach. But those are his only two stops. He's young,
3: though. He became the head coach at Toledo at the age of 36. That's okay, he's impressive. Fo- he's 44, 44 years old, Yeah,
4: but he's only been two places. He's been Mount Union and Toledo. That part makes me a little bit nervous. Um, But, you know, I, I I am curious. Do we know, did he call the plays at Toledo as the head coach? Did he call the offensive plays? I don't know for sure about that. Yeah, that's yep. something we got to find out.
5: Let, let me ask you this, because this is a name I heard reading on like a rumored guys possibly could be. And I think this is intriguing as well, because he's also an Ohio guy. And obviously, he's had success as an offensive coordinator, at least in the NFL. What about Josh McDaniels?
3: No, um, thanks. I don't think... That seems like a good fit. Maybe I am wrong, and Ryan Day being a, a Patriots fan, maybe he and Dan McDaniel's being an Ohio boy, like you mentioned, his dad was a very successful high school coach for many years. Tom McDaniel's was actually Maurice Claret's high school coach mm-hmm. at Warren Harding, and he was at you know various stops. Um, I don't, and I could be wrong here. That doesn't seem like that's going to mess with what Ryan Day wants to do, and and would McDaniel's really swallow his pride and become the offensive coordinator at Ohio State after being an NFL head coach twice? I don't know.
4: Yeah, so for me, the home run hire is actually Joe Brady. I think he would be the guy who I would, if they said, if they announced Joe Brady, uh, is the next offensive coordinator, I would be doing cartwheels. That would be the name that would really jump off to me. I mean, Candle, sure, I'd be okay with it. You know, that'd be fine for me. Uh, head coach at Toledo for a long time, successful head coach there, but Joe Brady and what he has done and the experience that he's had right now, he's with the Buffalo Bills. Uh, he has been with LSU. We know he was there. He was with Penn State for a little bit. He was, uh, offensive assistant with the Saints. I like that he has the NFL experience and college experience. I think Joe Brady is the Grand Slam home run hire,
3: possibly. Yeah, and um Candle was the offensive coordinator uh, for Toledo when he was then promoted. He was associate head coach and offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach when he was then promoted to head coach when Matt Campbell left. So I imagine if he wasn't calling the plays, he obviously was heavily involved with him being the offensive coordinator. I'm surprised. He, I, I see what you're saying. He's only been two places, Mount Union and Toledo. But he's so young, relatively speaking. And it's, it's impressive to me that... Age of thirty six. I couldn't imagine taking that's like Urban Meyer stuff when he took over. Urban, I think, was a little younger than that actually. But like, you don't see many coaches like take over programs at the age of thirty six, and he's been successful.
4: Yeah. No. I look. I, I said that I think that Candle would be a good hire. I think Joe Brady would be the Grand Slam.
3: Gotcha. Hire. That's yeah. where I am on that. I hear you.
4: Um, oh, let's talk about the coaching news because obviously. Huge news throughout the week. We, uh, we know Bill Belichick leaving the Patriots and, uh, Nick Saban leaving and retiring from Alabama, and then uh, Kalen DeBoer taking that job so quickly. How surprised were you with how quick everything went down at Alabama?
3: Very surprised. Very surprised. And we can get into that more because I think if, you know, I'll say this about Kalen DeBoer. I do think he's a very good coach. Like we talked last week, like if something were to happen, it's funny we were talking about this, something were to happen to Ryan Day, um, you know, if he left on his own volition, if something happened, who would you want? presuming this was like we're going into next year, like 2025 season thinking Kalen DeBoer would stay at Washington another year. I said Kalen DeBoer. Um, but still, man, Here, as we all know, as sports fans, what's the old adage? You don't want to be the coach that follows the legend. Yes. You want to be the coach that follows the coach that follows a legend. Well, this takes it one step further. Or you could say maybe uh, three steps further. He's not just replacing a legend. He's replacing the goat, the greatest of all time. Now he's confident that he's going to step right in. I tell you what, Alabama fans are not going to be pleased if there's any drop off at all. The pressure right. there, I would have stayed at Washington and I know they threw more money at him, but man, Washington's paying you 10 million. Like, what really? Like a couple more million a year? Like, how much money do you need? And there would have been a lot less pressure at Washington. He was, you can know, watch ten message, message boards. As you can imagine, they're upset and they're like, he would have been a legend here. Um, I was surprised that he took the Alabama job.
4: Yeah, it was so quick, right? I mean, initially it was like, okay, Dan Lanning is target number 1, and uh, obviously he did what you were just saying as far as turned down the 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 position at Alabama, and then they got their their number 2 guy. And I thought it was a good hire. I know there's a lot of people out there like, well, he hasn't recruited the south. Well, Alabama recruits itself, right? I mean, the the amount of money down there with Alabama, the NIL is going to be in great situation. I don't see a drop-off significantly nick saban is going to kind of still stay around the program a little bit too uh I, you know i thought alabama made a great hire i like how they did it and i like how they did it so quickly dave
3: you don't lose the goat and ha- not have a drop-off yeah, i, I th- mean there will probably be a drop-off but <sighs> and this is not a good time to have any drop-off when you have georgia you have ohio state doing what they're doing it's gonna be interesting man i was wondering how long saban was going to coach and now he has retired up next is our favorite segment. It is this or that that's coming up next on The Money.
6: Whatever you're doing right now, just know that Bo Bishop is enjoying a sip of bourbon. Even if this promo is playing in the morning. No judgment.
7: Ah, oh, sweet morning drinking. The- For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus.
1: Scotty Vegas
6: places so many bets, he can't even remember which teams he's rooting for. You are listening to On The Money.
2: Presented by Ohio for responsible gambling. Welcome back to
4: On The Money. It is our favorite segment. It's this or that in just a second. But first, an On The Money action update brought to you by our friends at the mobile center. Bundling home internet with your existing wireless plan has never been easier. Stop in at a local mobile center and find out more. Let's look now at the current Hollywood casino sportsbook odds for your NFL playoff games. Dallas is a 7 point favorite right now over the Green Bay Packers. The Lions a 3 point favorite tonight against the Rams. Tomorrow afternoon, Bills back up to a 10 point favorite over the Steelers and the Philadelphia Eagles they will be playing without A.J. Brown. They're still favored by a field goal on the road against the Buccaneers. All All right, Ryan it is this or that. Let's hit it. Here they go. All right, guys. My first one is going to be actually a little bit different. I want to know what your favorite, what Super Bowl matchup you want to see the most. It's not a this or that. You got a lot of different options on it, but what is the Super Bowl matchup you most want to see at this
3: point? Only because we're in the two fantasy postseason fantasy leagues that you mentioned. One of them, I stocked up on 49ers like crazy. We only have eight players, and five of my guys are 49ers. If you're wondering the leagues we do, you just pick eight guys. And there's no bench. You can't pick up anybody off the waiver. Those are your eight guys, and if they get eliminated, okay, too bad. Uh, so you're trying to find good players, but especially ones that are going to be go deep in the playoffs. So I got to go 49ers, and I got to go Bills. Because in, in your league, I stock up. Now, you also stocked up on Bills. Yes, I did. You kept. I, I was thinking I was really going to stock up, because you really stocked up on Bills in the other league. You kept like, stealing guys like Dalton Kincaid from me. At least I got Josh Allen, and I got digs. So give me the 49ers and the Bills just because I could possibly win two fantasy leagues if that happens.
4: That is the matchup that I have in my bracket. That's the one that I think will have that will happen. Uh, I would also love to see the Bills in the Super Bowl. I I do have that. You know, for money reasons my parlay my futures parlay and it's not going to happen because the Philadelphia Eagles are a mess right now but I do have big time money on Philadelphia winning the Super Bowl I had it with Michigan winning the national championship which was a gross bet that I made Uh, but Michigan came through now Philadelphia is out there for me I don't think there's any way it happens but I would love an Eagles Bills matchup Ryan now with the Browns out what's your dream Super Bowl I was going to say minus switch because my dream was Lions Browns two
5: teams that had never been to the Super Bowl before. But now I'm going to Joe Montana Bowl. I want to see the 49ers and the Chiefs play Ooh. in the Super Bowl.
3: Taking all like all gambling off the table for a second. I know it's a weird thing to do in a gambling show. Texans. I want to see the Texans because of C.J. Stroud. Yeah, that for, would be cool. taking everything else off the table like that, it'd be really cool seeing C.J. Stroud.
5: Yeah, we could go Texans-Lions there and have the same thing. So. There we go. But that would be the
3: weirdest Super Bowl ever.
4: Texans-Lions. It would be.
3: Yes. All right. Are you guys getting with having one big snowstorm at least once a year in winter? At least once a year. And I'm talking like level two, level three snow emergency. You're not driving. You're snowed in. Like you're snowed in. You got to shovel your driveway and then do it again and then do it again. Okay. Are you getting with having one major snowstorm at least per winter here in in central Ohio? Are you getting with... You're perfectly fine with having zero snor- snowstorms.
4: I love snow, so give me at least one, maybe two or three big-time snowstorms. I love when the kids get all excited about getting to stay home for the day. Usually I take the day off, too, and we'll, we'll go sledding or do something, build snowman and something like that. If As long as I don't have to do any traveling whatsoever, no driving, then yes, sign
3: me up for a snowstorm. Yeah, and it's been crazy so far this winter. We've had some like certain times where we would have had a big snowstorm, but it was like forty. It was like just pouring down rain all day, but it was like forty degrees. Where you thinking, man, if this was ten degrees colder, this would be a major snowstorm. Then we have de- times like right now where if we had any precipitation at all, it'd be a major snowstorm because it's so freaking cold. Nothing. I am getting with definitely having one major snowstorm a year. I don't need act like I'm living in Canada and have snow on the ground like forever where I can't drive. But like once a year, I love it. At least once a year. And it feels like when's the last time we did have a major snowstorm where we were like snowed in? I don't think we did last year. No. It's been a while. I'd like one major snowstorm per winter, Ryan Baker.
5: Yeah, guys, I'm with you. I actually love the snow. I hate what we've got going on right now. Like don't mess around. Let's go ahead and do it. Uh, I'm actually weird. Like I love shoveling snow. It's like therapeutic to me. I, I don't know why, but I, you know, we always did it growing up, and I love the snowball fights. I love seeing the animals in it. So, yeah, give me a big
12: snowstorm.
5: Oh. All right, guys. I love that Quinshawn Judkins said he's coming to Ohio yes. State. Are you getting with Judkins leads Ohio State in rushing next year, oh, or are you getting oh, oh, oh. with
7: Henderson? Ooh, good one. Oh, good oh, one. Oh, oh.
5: Ryan
3: brought it with that one. Coming over the top. Ow! I like it. Here's why. I'm going with Judkins. I like both of them a lot. He he is more durable. Okay, so I'm afraid like Trey's going to be really good, but Trey's going to not play in every game. Watch Trey play in every game and win the Heisman now that I said this, and (laughs) Judkins will be out for the – no. It's going to be close. I'm just thrilled they have both of them. I'm And that says a lot about Trey, just that he's coming back, period, and the fact they got Judkins and Trey's like, I'm coming back. He announced it a few days after. I'm getting with Judkins, but it's really, really close. Just because of durability – Yep, that's a great
4: call. And it's funny because Quinshawn Judkins is someone who I've watched a decent amount of, mainly because I always took him in college fantasy. I do little fantasy contests throughout the season and some prop bets. And Quinshawn Judkins is someone who just has put up unbelievable numbers, right? I mean, 1,500 yards in 2022, almost 1,200 yards last year. I'm going to go with you. I think they're both going to be obviously carrying a lot. I think it's important for the depth this year. We're going to see potentially so many more games on the schedule based on this playoff. I agree, though. I'm going to go Judkins over Travion as far as total yards at the end of the year.
5: Dave, the durability thing is like spot on, you know, for sure. But also, I think Travion's more explosive, but I think Judkins is a better all around back. I think he's a better player. So I'm going with Judkins.
4: We get noon Monday basketball tomorrow, Ohio State and Michigan. The ESPN predictor gives Michigan a 50.1% chance of winning that game. I've told you guys Ohio State basketball hasn't won a true road game since January 1st of uh, 2024. I don't know what this oh, is, or, I'm but sorry, I 2023. already don't like it. Over a year it's been, but now we got (laughs) to predict who is going to win tomorrow's game, Uh, Ohio State at Michigan basketball.
3: I am getting with the Buckeyes. They're going to get it done. Thornton and Gale have been cold, but I believe in those guys. They're going to turn it around. Battle's going to keep being a menace from the three-point range, but now he's going to get some help from Thornton and Gale. i got the Buckeyes winning this game tomorrow.
4: Yeah, it's been a painful uh, run of road losses for Ohio State. And I will tell you, Michigan Hoops looks absolutely dreadful. And uh, they lost to a school called McNeese State recently. I like the Buckeyes to get it done on the road, get off the schneid, and get the win tomorrow. Let's go!
5: I hate this question. I can't believe you're making me do this right
3: now. Jawan Howard fan, what do you say?
5: I I do not have any faith in this Buckeyes team. I don't believe in any of them and I don't. This is a pretty impressive streak to break and I
4: don't think it happens tomorrow. I thought about going up to Ann Arbor to go to this game tomorrow, but then after Michigan winning a national championship, I want nothing to do with going up to that city. And I, the trash talk that'll be happening up there tomorrow will be ridiculous. Oh,
3: and it's frigid cold. And we got NFL games. We got an yeah. extra NFL game. Now tomorrow, sit on the couch, it's a Buckeyes very brief thought. All right, so real quick. People say you can't compare apples and oranges. Yeah, you can. They're both fruit. I've been trying to eat a little bit more fruit <laughs> lately, okay? And like I'm, I want to compare apples and oranges, all right? Are you guys getting with apples or are you getting with oranges? I'm not a big apple guy unless you're throwing peanut
4: butter and caramel uh, on the apple. Do, are you counting you can add stuff to the, the no, fruit? Straight up. Oh, straight up! I'm talking apple. Neat. Give me a nice. Uh, give me a nice orange. <laughs> apple neat. Uh, give me a, I like apple flavored drinks and stuff. Like I, I, I like apple
3: juice. Apple cider.
4: I like. I love apple cider. Give me the orange over the apple,
3: just straight up. There's really nothing better than like a, a Florida <laughs> orange that's actually like as juicy as possible. It's so freaking good. Um, it reminds like a Georgia peach. I like both. I think apples are a little more healthy, I think, but I'm getting with oranges.
5: So, like, if you give me, like, candy and, like, drinks, I'm going to take the orange over the apple all day. But the texture of the orange, like, I just don't get with well. So I'm going to go with, if I'm just grabbing one and eating, I'm going to go with an apple.
4: I'm the total opposite. If if it's an orange-flavored candy or an apple-flavored candy, I'm taking the apple. But if it's an orange versus apple, I'm taking the uh, orange. Freshly <laughs>
3: to break it down. Freshly for squeezed orange juice is just so good, immaculate. Love, yeah, love orange juice. It's, a, it's immaculate. All right, up next, we are going to talk NFL playoff odds Ooh. and some Super Bowl, Super Bowl odds. Take a look at some futures. That's up next on the money.
6: Common Man and T-Bone idiots. You should listen to them anyway.
2: Weekdays from 3 to 6.
7: The Fan, Ohio's idiot destination. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you.
1: Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Sports gambling, fantasy football, and tailgating before a massive day
6: of pigskin. You're listening to On The Money.
2: Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling.
3: Welcome back to On The Money. We're going to touch on some... NFL playoff and Super Bowl odds in just a second. But we have a little bit more of this or that to get to. Ryan, what is your final this or that, my friend?
5: All right, guys. So this cold weather's got me thinking about warm food, comforting food. and uh, You know I'm on a diet. I know. I'm actually, this is no joke. I'm actually thinking about, after the show, driving out to Lancaster, because there is a Max and Irma's there, and getting some tortilla soup. I love tortilla soup that much. So are you guys getting with, and I'm not just limiting it to tortilla soup, are you guys getting with soup, or are you getting with chili?
3: Soup or chili? Generally speaking, I would say chili. Now, there are soups that I like more than chili, like clam chowder, Clam chowder? I love clam Really? As long as it's not potato chowder. Is that the red or the white? Not the stuff. (laughs) New New England clam chowder. New England England clam chowder. If you get good clam chowder in a restaurant and it's actually clam chowder and it's not like the stuff you get in stores where it's really potato chowder with a little bit of clams in there, clam chowder is fantastic. I also like chicken noodle soup as long as there's a bunch of chicken in there. My wife's making in the crock pot all day with the big egg noodles. But generally speaking, I like chili more than soups I'm getting with chili.
4: Yeah, I'm on the chili train. There's a lot of soups that I like. I love a lot of the soups offered at the Chinese restaurants. The uh, egg drop soup, the wonton soup, the hot and sour soup. Sign me up for all of those. Those are all great. Uh, I do like a good chicken noodle, a good beef vegetable. But you know what? None of them quite match up with a really, really good chili. I'm just thinking about a crock pot of chili on a day like today is just the best right where you just keep going back you throw cheese on it you throw crackers on it you throw some hot sauce in there boy i want some chili right now <laughs> and i'm on a diet and i can't eat
5: Ryan, chili. Did you bring i thought chili was good for eat,
3: diets just don't have Not, a lot of beans in there you're you're good yeah maybe i can Your chili's fine for a diet all right i'm in a chili today <laughs> yeah i wouldn't go too heavy on the beans but yeah yeah i don't need beans in there there you go meat yeah
4: there you go. No carbs. Speaking of which, uh, Ryan over the break came up with what perhaps might be one of the best ideas in the history of this show. And we don't have a lot of great ideas, but, uh, one, one that he came up with over break is a good one. And that's that we should do a podcast that is all this or that's. And I like it. We could bring in special guest hosts uh, to do this or that. I like it. So I, I like think that it. might be something 10TV might pick it up,
3: probably. <laughs> we, we probably wouldn't be doing it just on the fan for long, because 10TV would be like, we got to get in on that action. <laughs> I thought you were going to bring up another idea we came up with uh, recently, and that's uh, a reverse maybe getting, psychologist. Maybe, yeah, you know, maybe uh, contacting a university and seeing if we can get a reverse psychologist on the show to talk some gambling. That's in the works as well.
4: Yes. Yeah, so big things happening in 2024 with On the Money. And in fact, 10TV uh, was just building a brand new studio this oh, week. There
3: you go. I'm just wondering. For this or
5: that. Yeah, I'm wondering if <laughs> that's what that they studio. were thinking.
3: That prob- I mean, obviously, right? It yeah. seems like too much of a coincidence.
5: Guys, we need to all head over to Hollywood Casino more often because we come up with great ideas when we're all there together for the show with
4: our shoes off on their comfortable chairs and some of our feet up and
5: someone's (laughs) got
3: someone's got to do show prep right right. we got to do i mean getting together doing some show prep at the at the sports book
5: listen it's a show about gambling what better for show prep than being immersed
4: in gambling
3: exactly maybe
4: maybe we do our this or that's live at the casino how great would that be oh my gosh maybe because we are going back to the casino. We, we know that this is happening for the Super Bowl. We're doing a, a two shows. We're going to do our normal show in the morning. We're going to do an afternoon show. And then we're going to be watching with all the good people at Hollywood Casino Sportsbook. Maybe that day we also uh, do a little this or that version out there.
3: I, I love it. Okay. I let's make it, it happen. I absolutely love it. Pretzels
4: and
5: this or that in bedding. I mean, it couldn't be any better. Ooh, those our, our big pretzels. Our,
3: our guy Chris out there at Hollywood Casino trying to get us like a whole vat of bacon because he's such a great guy.
4: Yes. Oh my gosh that that was that was fantastic. When you walk through the way we walk through to our set. At the Hollywood Casino, we walk through the kitchen, and a lot of times that kitchen has got a big old stack of bacon cooking in the morning because we're a morning show and bacon's happening, so we smell that bacon. <laughs> One time we asked about, oh, maybe we could get that bacon, and our guy, Chris, is like, goes back to the kitchen, tries to get us bacon, and they say, no, no, we're still working on the bacon. You can have bacon later on
3: in the day. And we're talking like industrial like vats of yes. bacon. Like if you're cooking for like an army, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like, like we're like, can we just have one of those one of those trays that probably had like maybe like 300 pieces of bacon on it? Oh. And Chris actually was trying to hook us up. I love that guy. Can't can't wait for Super Bowl Sunday. And that's what four weeks from today, right? Yeah, so I have my math right. Four weeks from today, Super Bowl Sunday. We'll have our regular Scotty said Our regular on the money nine to 11 and then a special one from the sports book uh, from probably two to four maybe three to five we'll let you guys know when we know for sure right, let's look at super bowl winner odds the 49ers are the favorite plus 225 and guys i kind of like the value there i like the value plus 225 for the niners ravens are next three to one bills are next bills and chiefs tied six to one Cowboys, 7.5 to 1, Eagles, 18 to 1, Lions, 22 to 1, Texans, 25 to 1, Rams, 40 to 1, Buccaneers, 75 to 1, Packers, 100 to 1, Steelers, 150 to 1. If seeds hold, the 49ers next week will play
4: either the Buccaneers or the Eagles. And I don't see the Bucks or the Eagles with really much of a sh- uh, shot at all of going to San Francisco and pulling off the upset there. So I, I I love them to get to the NFC Championship game, and then they would be hosting most likely. The Cowboys. I mean, some people think that maybe the, the Lions, but I think they're going to have a tough time with the Rams. I love the route for the 49ers to get to the Super Bowl. And then once they're there, yeah, I, I think that the plus 225 is good value. If you're looking across the board at some other value out there. I don't see it with the, the Ravens at three to one. I don't think there's enough value there. The Bills and the Chiefs are both six to one. I would wait to see who wins that game. Cause I think that that Bills Chiefs game is almost a 50 50 game. And I think the winner of that game has a, has a decent chance at winning the Super Bowl, but I, you'd have to guess at the winner of that game and they're both six to one. I don't think there's great value on the board anywhere except
3: for with the 49ers. Where are you with the Cowboys as far as value? I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl, but seven and a half to one. That'd be the one that I was looking at. Uh, There's maybe some value of somebody, you know, I like the 49ers bet, even though they're the favorite, plus 225. I think before long, that's going to be under 200. Um, so I like the value of the 49ers, but I think, I think that the, the value for the Cowboys is decent. I think a lot of people, myself included, think, Cowboys in the playoffs. are going to find a way to screw it up, but this is a really good Cowboys team. They really are. Dak's playing his best football. I used to I was not sold on Dak. I am now. Um, their defense is phenomenal. They're well coached on defense um, seven and a half. I could see that, but I think the 49ers are going to win.
4: So There's a better way to bet if you like the 49 or if you like the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl, there's a better way to bet it than the plus 750 because I think what you would do is you would take the money line all three weeks. So Take the money line that they will beat the, the uh, packers this week roll it over take them that they will win on the money line against the 49ers because they will be a significant yes, dog in that
3: one a good idea
4: and then you know so again also in the super bowl so instead of taking the plus 750 just keep betting them on the money line week after week
3: after week that's why he's scotty vegas and i'm not seriously Ryan that's the Baker. way to do it 750 is not good enough value that's why he's the cool kid in school.
5: I mean, when you put that kind of cash down, you got to know what you're talking about.
3: He knows what he's talking about. I'll have people that seriously, because he'll put stuff on. He's not shy about putting it on social media. I'll have people that don't even know Scotty. It's like, man, Scotty Vegas. Like, what's he like? I'm like, he's really cool. He's a great guy. Like, it, does he really put that much money down? It's like, yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah. And I'm on a and, little lo- and losing he, streak and he's right not, now. He doesn't get divorced? It's like, not yet. <laughs> It's because he does really good in the day job. He's also the promotions director here at the fan for those that don't know. So he just is a professional gambler on the side. Mm. That's the side gig. That's a side hustle.
4: Now I will tell you guys, I'm on about a three week slump. So I need a good slump buster. Let's go. And it's time. It's time to get out of that. That's I am done with the stupid player props. No more player prop bets for me.
3: Just straight up money lines. Well, speaking of that, up next is Best Bets. It's coming up next on the money.
6: Big voice guy here to remind you that you're listening to the
7: fan. Ohio sports destination. Okay, thanks. I have three more seconds. Uh For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the
1: extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Some people golf on Sunday
6: mornings some people place bets on the people playing golf on Sunday mornings. This is On The Money.
2: Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. It is money-making
4: time on On The Money. We've got our best bets in just a second. Reminder, sports are fast. Betting shouldn't be, which is why it's important to set limits. Know the risks and pause before you play. To learn more, visit pausebeforeyouplay.org and this On The Money action update is brought to you by our friends at the Mobile Center. Live betting or trying to get that player Prop in. Make sure you have the right internet speed. Visit a local mobile center store locations in Westerville by the new Target and in Plain City in the Costco Plaza. Let's look now at the current Hollywood Casino Sportsbook odds for the Super, for the Super Bowl. The 49ers are plus 225, Ravens 3 to 1, Bills and Chiefs both 6 to 1, Cowboys plus 750. Then huge drop off. You get to the Eagles at 18 to 1, Lions 22 to 1. And then CJ Stroud and the Texans are 25 to 1. All right, Dave, it's time to make some money. What are your best bets?
3: Okay, my first one, I mentioned this earlier. I I like the value, even though they're the favorite. I think the 49ers are going to win the Super Bowl. So I like plus 225 for the 49ers. I think at this time next week, that's going to be certainly under 200. So give me 49ers plus 225 to win the Super Bowl. A player, I know you're staying away from player props. Maybe I should too. A player prop I like today is Aaron Jones over 74 rushing yards. A.J. Dillon, doubtful. Um, Now, if I know for sure A.J. Dillon's not going to play, that'll make me even more confident. But doubtful, I think Aaron Jones, he's playing against a very good defense with the Cowboys, we all know. But I like Aaron Jones over 75 and a half rushing yards. Scotty, what are your best bets, my friend?
4: So I'm going to go with a parlay with the rest of the NFL games for the next two days and I'm gonna go with the Cowboys on the money line today I'm not messing around with the spread I like the Cowboys to win outright against the Packers and then tonight's game I like the Rams I think the Rams are gonna pull off the win but I'm gonna be more conservative with my bet I'm actually gonna move the point total I like the Rams plus seven and a half get that plus seven and a half you can get it at minus 220 uh, minus 245 in the Hollywood Casino sportsbook uh, and then I I'm also going to add the Bills over the Steelers on the money line. I feel pretty confident with that one tomorrow. And then the last one, I actually like... Tampa Bay to beat the Eagles outright. Ooh. Remember, AJ Brown is not playing, and this is a Eagles team that's banged up. Hurts. Baker's banged
3: up though, too. But Hurts, you're right. yeah. but Hurts is also yep. Hurt. You're right. No, you're yeah, right. there's a
4: lot of issues with this you're Eagles right. team. I'm moving the Tampa Bay Buccaneers from plus three. I'm moving that one up to plus seven and a half. And with those four, you can get two to one. I like that parlay. It's moving some lines and uh, moving the underdogs, the Rams and
3: the Buccaneers to over a touchdown and then having the favorites come through. Speaking of the Rams, lions, what do you guys think about I'm starting to think I like the over 276.5 passing yards for Matthew Stafford going back to Detroit over you think you think Stafford's going to get 277 passing yards. I do. I do, too. Yeah, I think this is going to be a high
4: scoring game. I'm really excited of all the of the four games. I'm most excited as a neutral observer and taking gambling out of it. That's the game I'm most excited to watch.
3: I, I'm happy for Lions fans. I actually would be happy if they were able to do this because that's been, they've been so many trying times for Lions fans. I, I, would, I do have to admit, I do have an old high school friend who is one of who's on the Rams staff, so <laughs> I'm I'm rooting for him kind of as well. But I feel good for the Lions fans. I always kind of like the Lions. I don't yeah. know why. I've always probably, I think I know why. Barry Got, Sanders and, and Chris Spielman. Guys, I'm a little disappointed. We went this whole show, the Australian
5: opens going on, and I heard no <laughs> tennis bets
3: out of either of you. Oh. I'm a little disappointed. That's because Scotty to talk so much baseball. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is our show for today. Thank you very much for joining us. For Scotty Vegas and Ryan Baker, I am Dave Biddle. Up next is Fan Sports Sunday with Tito and Jen. This has been On the Money.
6: Three dudes who will make you feel like the smartest guy in the room. Yeah!
1: Who get it done? Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios.
2: Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com.
6: WPNSFM, HD One Columbus.
12: The Fan
2: Sports Center. Good
12: morning, I'm Caleb Blake. Wildcard Sunday in the NFL. We got things kicked off yesterday with CJ Stroud and the Texans stomping the Cleveland Browns 45 to 14. Just simply wasn't enough pixie dust left in the tank for Joe Flacco and the Browns as everything fell apart during the second half of that game. Dolphins and the Chiefs. Dolphins didn't have too much luck either on the road, losing 7-26. Pat Mahomes with a pretty nice game, 23-41, 262 yards, and a touchdown there. Today we have the Packers and the Cowboys beginning at 4:30. We'll have coverage of that game right here on 97-1 The Fan. After Fan Sports Sunday, we'll also have coverage of the Rams at the Lions at 8 p.m. Should be a good one with Matthew Stafford returning back home to Detroit with his new team. Unfortunately for the Blue Jackets, they fell 7-4 to the Kraken yesterday. Still last in the Metropolitan Division, but we'll hope the CBJ can turn things around. Breaking sports news on the... Without the ones
0: like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies.